Over to you, Jeanette. Thanks very much, Alan. Jeanette Diffkins from Onyx Legal. Now, what I would like to talk to you about today is what you say online. So I gave a presentation a couple of weeks ago um, to a bunch of people about all sorts of ethical issues in the provision of legal services when you're in-house in a company. And one of those things that we had a discussion around was social media. Social media lasts forever. And if you have a look, um, there's actually over 200 platforms that are classified as social media. Um, Because social media is about the ability for people to interact. Um, And it can be passive interaction, just, you know, absorbing information, or it can be active interaction. So, you know, Facebook and communities like that. Um, Given the huge breadth of different platforms out there, you need to be conscious of which platforms you're using and why and what you're saying on those platforms from a business perspective. So the kinds of things you've got to think about are um, how do you and your team interact on social media and how does that potentially reflect on your business? So for bigger businesses, one of the things we say is that you should have a social media policy um, and the courts have actually enforce that. So the courts have have where circumstances have arisen where people may have lost their employment or whatever as a result of things they've done on social media. The courts have said, well, if you don't have a social media um, uh, policy in your business, then how do you expect people to behave on social media in relation to your business? And you can't go sacking them because you haven't told them what they're up to. So Karen is smiling and I can see she understands. And I'm sure uh, Sandra... Um, is familiar with some of the things that happen on social media. Um, just as a entertaining example of that, that you may have forgotten, I, I can't tell you the name of the lady off the top of my head, but she was a marketing exec from an American company. Um, her background was South African. She was traveling back to South Africa for the holidays. She had a stopover in London and she made some very unfortunate tweets during her stopover in London, this was back in 2011 or 2012, Um, one of those tweets had the unfortunate content of saying uh, something along the lines of, on my way to South Africa, hope I don't get AIDS, don't worry, I'm not black, or why it shouldn't be a problem, I'm not black, something like that. It was was so bad. Um, And... She only had 170 followers on TikTok. She was overtired. She was, you know, on a stopover, all this sort of thing. And she thought, "Ah, you know, nothing of it. She just thought it was a joke. She was in her 20s at the time. Um, By the time her five-hour flight had landed in South Africa, not only had she lost her job, but her tweet had gone viral and had ticked off an awful lot of people. And all you have to do is... Google search woman who lost her job on the plane whilst because of a tweet and her name comes up everywhere. Like her reputation is trashed as a result of that. And this is why it's really important to think about and potentially have someone like Sandra help you manage your social media um, because once you publish something, it impacts your personal and your work reputation. So some of the things that we've worked with um, people on their social media policies in bigger businesses is um, 
particularly in the last few years when we've had COVID issues around some people are pro-vaccination, some people are anti-vaccination, some people don't care. Um, but the people, there are elements of the people pro or against who are very, very vocal. And unfortunately, the people who are vocal against vaccination, um, a lot of them wanted to tell everyone about it on social media and it's risky and particularly if you work in a health service and that's contrary to everything being issued by the regulators around the operation of that health service so these are the kinds of things that we were writing into social media policies that if your behavior on social media is going to reflect adversely on your employment don't expect to stay employed basically. Um, so you think about that from the perspective of your business and then think about your personal profiles on social media. So you, I am very careful about what I put on social media because I fully expect that if someone is a potential client or a potential business partner or anything else, that they are likely to research me. Now, if you said, my name is unique, there is not another Jeanette Jifkins in the entire world and we are related to every Jifkins in Australia um, because there's not that many of them. The balance of Jifkins are, tend to be in South America. So being having such a unique name, I have put lots of stuff online because then I control the narrative. But in that I'm very careful about how I control the narrative. So the stuff I put on my personal social media is quite soft. You know, I'll talk about the countryside because we live rurally and I like it. I'll show pictures of my cute kitten because he's adorable, you know, um, that kind of thing. And I'll talk about a pretty sunset or, you know, it, it's positive and it's very vanilla. Like there's no strong opinions. I was very tempted to put some comments out there today about the fact that um, some governments around Australia are going to ban TikTok, which I think is totally hip hypocritical given that they haven't banned Facebook. Um, you know, <laughs> why would you ban one social media pro profile of government devices if you're not going to ban every social media profile of devices? Because they're all... Um, collating data about us and about what's going on. So um, having that level of awareness as well, I don't know if you've noticed, but for example, um, my husband and I went out for lunch recently at a venue that was having a wedding that afternoon. Suddenly, the next morning in our, so in our Facebook profiles were all the photos from the wedding. We had nothing to do with that wedding. We had our location tracking turned off, all of this sort of thing. But somehow we got to see all the photos of the wedding. Now, that's just bizarre, but these are the kinds of things that are happening on social media. So that is what I really wanted to make you conscious of. From a legal perspective, if there is anything you've done on social media, so you may have seen recently in Australia a silly young girl um, working for Red Rooster, posted something on TikTok and said that that um, minute when you mistakenly put a $100 note from a customer into your pocket and then 15 minutes later wondered why her boss TikTok sent her a message and said you're sacked, um, you know, and then she said, oh, but Black Lives Matter, excuse me, you stole from your employer. How does that have anything to do with Black Lives Matter? 
they're, they're very separate things. Anyway, um, you know, if you're going to go out there on social media and say things that um, provide evidence that you've committed an illegal act um, or you have defamed someone or you have given away company secrets or something like that, then the evidence of that is never going to disappear. It, it can't be retracted. It is constantly there. So have that level of awareness of everything you put on social media personally and professionally and how they interact. And please, 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 please caution all of the young people in your life about what they are going to post on social media. Um, so there are protective laws in Australia and many other countries now around um, uh, what do they call it? Um, revenge porn, which is apparently more prolific in the teenage space than any other age group, believe it or not. Um, that is the posting of naked photos and things like that that people have shared, goodness knows why, um, via, via social media or via personal message or something like that, and then they've been published. Um, there are laws against that now. There are laws against um, – there are laws to protect children online. All of these sorts of things happen, but our young people really need some education as to the fact that potential employers will look at all their social media profiles, will discover everything that they have published to all of their friends, and that may or may not influence decisions on them being employed in the future. Um, and as well as potentially ending them up in jail. So in Queensland here, they have just changed the law to increase penalties for young people who post about their, you know, sort of celebrate the fact that they've committed a crime. This is very prevalent in um, car theft situations where there's carjackings or car theft and people are hooning, um, and that tends to be, sort of celebrated online a bit. So now there's a whole lot of new penalties around that uh, in terms of both uh, financial and jail time. So, yeah, today is all about being much more conscious of what you're doing online. Any questions? You put your virtual hands up if you've got any questions and Jeanette uh, will answer those. But yeah, as I keep saying to people, you've got to be really careful because people don't know the difference between your personal and your business life. Anything that's on there is a reflection of you, regardless of what you put up, and that can really destroy your reputation. Even the comments on other people's posts, making you know, because so many people argue, they take a side, like as you mentioned, the vaxxers and the, the non-vaxxers, et cetera. Um, they take a side, they get very emotional about it. I won't have conversations on those. I always say to people and that I don't argue with an idiot because it only creates a second idiot if I do. So I stay right away from it. But you've got to be really careful. <laughs> Stuart. Um, I couldn't agree anymore. I've heard of incidences. I just popped one up before with, you know, even megastars like Susan Boyle's uh, social media team may have gotten that wrong. Read that hashtag and uh, and you'll see I, I pop that in the in the post. So, but yeah, okay. it's very it's uh, it's very um, uh, yes uh, timely because the reason that TikTok's going is because there's actually all sorts of interesting reasons going on. But um, you've really got to cover your ass online. Hint hint. Maybe there's a version <laughs> of that book coming out anytime soon. Fingers crossed. 
Thank you. Karen. Yeah, not not a question. Thanks so much, Jeanette. Yeah, look, as a HR consultant, I've seen plenty of examples. Um, I know this is really weird, but if you ever want to go and look on some of the determinations that are made on the Fair Work website, there are some really interesting ones on there. Um, but, yeah, look, um, years and years ago when I was an HR consultant um, for working as, a, as in a business, um, at the very early days of social media, we had um, a group of people who thought it would be a really good idea to plank um, at work. It was in an aged care um, facility. So they were, it was disrespectful as well because it was in residence rooms and, you know, places that were really inappropriate. But because we didn't have a social media policy, it was really difficult. But we used um, work health and safety instead because they were planking and, um, you know, um, it was a, a safety aspect to it. Uh, so guess what we did the next day? We wrote a social media policy. Yeah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> We've written so, quite a few too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. I think it, it, goes, it goes much more than just employees. So, yeah, great advice. It does. Thanks very much, Karen. Excellent. Any other questions? <laughs> okay. We were talking about social media, Ash. What yeah. not to do. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, well, thanks very much for that. I'll just turn the uh, recording off now. Where are we? Yeah.